Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to the Time Poet to the podcast How Poetry Found Me, the Time Light Man How Poetry Found Me podcast. <laughs> I hope that to this point that you've prepared in your mind what it takes to achieve a dream or a goal. The sole purpose of the podcast is to talk about and address internal issues. Things that, you know, we need to uncover in order to live a better life or to free up emotions, to get us to a level to where clarity becomes paramount in the things that we say and the things that we do. And it's, it's, to me, I always find it interesting when I talk about myself or I try to reflect on the things that have occurred in my life to give me better prepared for the next day or try to resolve the issues for today. And I was just, you know, reflecting on when dreams arrive in your mind, what steps are you taking to make sure that that dream or those dreams or manifested in this particular life that we live in. And my whole thing for dreaming is to know that you have the ability to extract from a dream a reality that you want. And so many times in so many books that I've read over my lifetime, and I still continue to be a reader to this day, I try to envision, you know, what does that look like for me? And I hope that you do the same thing for you to try to figure out what does a dream look like to you when it is manifested. And one of the prime examples that I came across, and I don't know if you guys know about this, this this Jim Carrey, you know, in a month B, he's one of the great movie comedians and he was only living color and his dream was to have a check written out for him for 10 million dollars and he said he visualized that every day and he said he remember you know driving to these neighborhoods where they have really lavish homes and and he wanted to be a part of that so he wrote a check out that says fees paid for services rendered of $10 million. Now, in his mind, you understand, he he wanted that. He desired to have that. And then he physically wrote out a check for that amount. And he had been working, and I don't know if he ever forgot about it. I don't know how he breaks this down. But he remembered that when he signed on to do a movie and they paid him $10 million. And the check that he wrote for $10 million had come true. And I think if I recall it correctly, he took that check and when his father died, he buried it with his father. His dream was to have a check written for $10 million. But with the relentless pursuit of his craft, 
developing the skills in his craft to be funnier than the next guy, to keep pushing the envelope and creativity got him the dream that he desired. Now, he didn't write that or he didn't dream that and then put any action behind it. When you want something, you have to put the actions behind it. And if you don't put the action behind it, then the dream may never manifest. Because it's once you confess to yourself what you want to do, then you have to then continue to move the dial to make sure that the wavelength that you're on mentally that is on that particular goal that you set in mind, which he had a goal for $10 million. And he achieved that. So my question to you today is, what dream is it that you fear that you want to do, that you may need to write down and that you may need to pursue just to make sure that you're connected to the living world? Because a lot of times people have dreams, but they don't connect them to a living, breathing world. I mean, they talk about it, they joke about it, but they never put any efforts into seeing whether or not they can connect to that breathing world to make that dream become a reality. And a lot of times in our lives, we are never really fixed upon trying to do that. And then when we hear about it, we see other people doing it, and then we wonder how they're doing it. Well, it's just that they're putting action behind the dreams that they want to accomplish. And this is where anybody has accomplished anything. You may be thinking about how you want to do a podcast or should you do a podcast. But Gary V said, look, man, and just like um, E.T., um, Eric Thomas, hip hop preacher, and just like so many other people of success, they say, well, you can talk about it all you want. Tony Robbins said you can talk about it all you want. Les Brown, they say you can talk about it all you want. But that doesn't do anything if you don't have the action to make it work. And another one that comes to mind is Dwayne Johnson. I don't know if I got this story correct or not, but I read bits and pieces, and I think I heard him talk about it, but I don't know if I'm certain about the timeline. You know, in in the, in the coming months, he's going to release a movie titled uh, Black Adam. It's a DC comic um, anti-superhero that he had been trying to do, I think he said, for like 10 years. It could be longer, but it was a concept in his mind that he wanted to bring it to pass. But in order to do that, he had to get the credibility of Hollywood to see that he is a staple in the entertainment industry and that it's worthy for them to give him a shot to create this movie. And he wanted to do it desperately, more so than anything else I think he wanted to do um, up to this point. And come to find out, they gave him the green light and he's working on it. He's completing it. And now he's getting ready to release it. The thing about that that still fascinates me is that it didn't happen for him in one day. He had a concept. He knew what he wanted to work on. But the main thing was getting the industry to understand what he was trying to do. and But him being clear in his mind about what he wanted to do. To garner the support for him to do the thing that he has done with this movie. And I ask you again, what is it that you and I, we need to do to make things work in our lives? 
Because first of all, when you start, you may not have 100% support from anybody in your family, from any of your friends, from even people outside of that. Because sometimes the connection that you make has to be with people that you know so that you can stay motivated and encouraged. But some of them may not even believe in the concept of what you're trying to do. Like sometimes we say, you know, we understand you got to do it, you got to work. But deep down, nobody cares about what your dreams are because they're busy trying to have their dreams. You get it? But it's when you work at it, when others don't. It's when you work at it, when others are asleep. It's when you work at it that you can overcome self-defeat and then the perspective of those things outside of you. You have to be able to do that in order to make a dream become a reality. And human beings are like walking dreams to me. That's how I see us. Like We're like walking dreams. And in those dreams, we become goal setters. And in those, when we set those goals, then we, and we can trend the world, you know, trend an environment to get people to bend to the wheel of the things that we've created. We are dream creators. And nothing manifests that more to me than to see somebody have an idea and they work on the idea and then the idea becomes real. And then when the idea becomes real, the human family becomes so astonished by it that everybody wants to support that idea. Well, you are that same person. You just got to figure out what's going to make it work for you. And I was listening to something that Kevin Hart said in an interview. He said, man, when you're working hard for something, you don't get anything to happen for it. He said, man, that's, the, that's deflating, man. Because you're putting all your energy into trying to accomplish something, but the more you try to do it, it seems like you're not getting anywhere, and it seems to deflate you. And you're putting in all this work, and nothing seems to manifest. Well, it's not manifesting yet, but you just can't give up on it. And that's what Dr. Hill and Think and Grow Rich said. These things are just temporary defeats, but you can't take them as failures. If you take them as failures, then you won't do what Edison did when he invented the light bulb. You got to make sure that what you're fighting for are the things that you can get done on the planet while you're breathing. And while you're breathing and you're living and you're trying to execute that, you got to stay focused on what it is you're trying to do. And sometimes with distraction, most of the times you can be distracted, but you still got to be pinpoint focused on where you're going. And why do I bring all that up? I keep trying to get to the idea of me or me having the perspective about what it takes to accomplish something. As you guys know on this podcast, I talk about my writing history because to me it's still a phenomenon to me. I don't know why I was fortunate enough to be blessed by the creator to do that. But when I look back at the history of what I've done and what I've accomplished, I try to think about how is it that you put in so much work, you say so much to the human family, that it it doesn't bring you the success that you want. And when I think about that, like even talking to you on this podcast, I'm reminded of, like, well, why did you do it? You know, the writing portion of my life. 
And what did you want from the writing portion of your life? What goals did you set to have a writing life to uncover the things that you wanted? And in this divine orchestra of you being able to orchestrate the pieces that you've written, what was the goal? And I'm reminded of that every day that I think about the 16 books that I've written that I've written to this point. And I think about what it takes to attract you. What does it take to have my brothers and sisters to realize that I'm trying to manifest a dream that I've had in my mind for a long time. And even though my mom is not here to to enjoy or to see what I've done, then, you know, I make everything questionable because of the fact that everything I want to do has been for her. But is that the real reason behind it? Psychologically, if you look at me as a person, I would say yes. But spiritually, it was something more profound than that. It was profound to me because I'm looking for a way to elevate myself above all the pain and misery and the rejection that my life brought me, I guess. You know, the struggles here and there, the uncovering of what talent is and engaging with my brothers and sisters, trying to uncover the key to life and all the books that I've read that was trying to give me the key to life. And me redefining what the key to life is from my perspective. And all I keep coming up with is this, ladies and gentlemen, is that we all go to sleep every day. And every day, a great majority of us are focused on the day ahead. If we wake up, then we focus on whatever circumstances we have before us to try to put our mind in a better place, in a better comfort so we don't have the ill effects of not accomplishing something. And when I think about what it took to write those books, the amount of energy that it took, the amount of focus that it took to know whether or not the divine creator was with me along the way and to make sure that I was responding to the images and the energies that was flowing through me to be put on paper. And as I began to see that, I began to go back and review some of the things that I've written. And I don't know if I shared this with you guys. Once I write a piece, I never go back and look at it. I don't go back and look at it until it's time for me to publish it or it's time for me to type it or it's time for me to edit. I don't go back and read it because I always wanted to be raw in its form. I don't go back and critique it and think that, well, maybe I need to do this and do that because then I would be putting self-doubt in the creator. I just, I just write them and then I just move on to the next one until everything is done. And when I got to this last series, I got to a point where 
everything about writing the last series was heavier than I thought. It was more complicated than I thought. It was more intricate than I thought. I don't know if it was intimate, but it was very intricate in the sense that, you know, the details or, you know, why is why is it this way? But I never go back to read them because I really feel that the flow of the universe is in everything that I'm that I do. And the way I kind of liken this to is like I don't know if you guys know about Sylvester Stallone and when he wrote Rocky, he put the pen to the page and he just kept writing. He couldn't stop writing nonstop until it was finished. Well, my pieces are kind of that way. I don't I don't interrupt the flow of the pen. I write until the pen says there is no more to write. I let the energies from those thoughts or from those visions or from those dreams go until I can't write anything else. And when I know I can't write anything else, then that's when the piece ends. That's just how it's been with everything that I've written when it comes to anything that I've written that that goes extensively. That's from my screenplays, that's to my stage play, that's to my books. And it's not even a gift that I have. I borrowed it for a while. And then once I got through enough screenplays, God said, okay, we're done with that now. You won't write another one, even if you tried to, because it was all inspired by me. God, it's like me just trying to say why the writing didn't come through. And then as I was writing the books, God said, okay, well, you're going to write to 16, but at 16, you won't be able to write another book because that's ordained by me. And it's been true. It's been true to me just as much as the sun is in the sky. I have not been able to compose a format of a book since I wrote the last book. I have not been able to write another screenplay since I wrote Resurrection. But I'm asking myself, why is all of this like this and I still haven't manifested those dreams that accompany the things that I have. And I asked myself, did I put forth the energy to not only visualize the dream, to write the dreams, and then put action behind the dreams? And if I put action behind the dream, how much action did I actually put in the dreams to make them work? And these are questions that you have to ask yourself too. If you're dreaming big, then you're going to have to have big action. You can't have and enormous dreams and then put in minuscule actions. I mean, you can start off with the minuscule action because it shows that you're putting forth the energy to make it work. And then like Tony Robbins would say, and I think it's brilliant, I think everybody says this too. If that doesn't work, then you got to change it. You got to change, you got to do it again. You got to do something different. If that doesn't work, you got to do something different. If that doesn't work, you got to do some, something different. And then he would say, well, how many times should you do something different? As many times as it takes. And, I, and I'm saying that because if you lay down and the action that you use today didn't work, when you wake up, you got to do something different. Or you got to see whether or not you can enhance the action previously in the new day to see how close you can get to what you're doing. And it's all about the energy that you put into the life that you have. And every day that goes by, you can't get it back. So you have to make sure that you're applying those energies to make sure that those things work. 
Jim Carrey applied that energy to make sure that that $10 million check that he wrote came to reality, ladies and gentlemen. It just didn't happen. He put his craft, he put his life into the being that he became to garnish that amount of money. Dwayne Johnson worked in every movie known to man and has achieved international success that it earned him the right to do Black Adam, the thing that he had worked hard to really do. You gotta you gotta see that, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta embrace that. And you have to understand that the world of man is not made to make it easy for you or I. Because you want something from them. You get you're trying to extract something from the world that they created so that you can have the world that you created in your mind to do the same thing that the rest of the world of man is doing. And you're not supposed to retreat from that. Man has what we call the physical lock of the things that we may desire. But man doesn't have a lock on the power of God. I don't care what religion you're in. I don't care what you believe or don't believe. Nobody has the lock to the life and the power of God. Nobody. If we can say that that somebody does, then that means that every child that's born has the lock to the life and the power of God. Everybody that's living has that power, but a lot of us don't manifest that power. And when you die and you don't manifest it, then the power that was in this world is no longer in existence because you didn't use your life wisely to bring about the things that you wanted. You saw everybody else around you do it, but you didn't do it. Now you're going to now you're going to go away. And I always go back to something that Les Brown said. And I think it was said by a minister. I just need you guys to really understand this. And I'm just paraphrasing or just trying to put in perspective so that I can understand it. And I still think about it every day and that you can understand. It's this thing about if you're on your deathbed and you know you're about to die. And in and in this deathbed, your dreams come to you. And they say, yo, what you doing? What did you do with your time? I came to you in several different forms and you didn't work on me. I was in your dreams and you didn't bring me out. I was in your waking thoughts and you didn't see to materialize what you were to be. Now you're getting ready to leave this planet and you're going to leave me forever because if you don't bring me out nobody else is going to bring me out we all have it ladies and gentlemen that's deposited in us somewhere and you must work to bring your dreams to reality and a lot of times if you don't do that you don't have a good feeling about your life you don't have a feeling about life because life in and of itself has no feelings about you it's your perspective about the life that you live that causes you to see whether or not life helps or hinders you. Life is not here to do any of that. Life is just to see you through. And whatever you grab from it is up to you. I think about my life in so many different perspectives, ladies and gentlemen, that 
I know that I've fallen short of my ultimate goal. This is uh, like Usher said. This is a true confession. I, I feel I've fallen short, and there's no way that I can un- undo what I've done. But the one thing I have to maintain is, I was given these books for a reason, and I have to make sure that I complete them. And the the screenplays that I was given, I have to make sure that if I work hard enough and I try to get in the right space, if I open up the right doors, then maybe I can also bring about the screenplays that I have to like a Netflix or to like the big screen so that people can see what my thoughts were when I was writing and that I could give you a part of something that God made me a part of. And that you can get joy from that. And you have to make sure that whatever you're pursuing, that for the reason that you're doing it, is going to give you elation. It's going to make you proud to know that you lived on the planet and you made something that the world fell in love with. Not the world of the planet, the world of man, like the bubble that we live in. You want to make sure that you can help fulfill some desires inside of the bubble of the world of creation of man. But outside of that bubble, life is just going on. Just still saying, you know, it's your turn. And you just got to make that work. And we are all here to make our dreams work. We are here to make our lives make sense. We are here to try to put the dash of accomplishment on our life. And I just need you to know that as long as you are alive and you can make moves, then there's a chance for you. There's always a chance for the human being that's alive and living in the present moment, trying to make the present moment make the reality that they've envisioned for so long. And what we have seen in the world of man throughout the world is that we have created an enormous amount of material desire. And things are still being manifested as we listen and as we do these podcasts. Man is, man's mind is highly capable of doing the things that you see us doing. But when you bring it down to a scale of just you, like a scale of just me, are we making the same contribution as those people that we see that have manifest their dreams and goals? It's always time, ladies and gentlemen, as long as you can wake up to begin to pursue the things that are going to interest you. And I will say this, all you need is an opportunity. But when you get that opportunity, you need to make sure that you are prepared. And you're so prepared, it looks like you're over-prepared, but you're prepared no matter what someone presents you with when it comes to your dreams and your goals and your aspirations. And that you understand that you're interlocked into the world that man has created so that you can bring out your creation in this world so that other human beings can see your creation and be astonished by what you've done. The supreme being could care less 
The Supreme Being wants to know, did you live your life to the fullest? And I know that, and this is like me saying, God said, I know you're going to have trials and tribulations because throughout the history of man, that's how it's always been. And that hasn't changed. And I don't know, and I'm just saying, I don't know if it's going to change, but that hasn't changed. But did it stop you from doing what you need to do in the place that you found yourself? If you found yourself and you're working on the things that you found, then it becomes very profound when you become enlightened to do the things that you set out to do. Ladies and gentlemen, our dreams are always in front of us every morning that we get up. And we lay them to rest every night that we go to sleep. And if we should wake up in the morning, and if you're like Jim Carrey, you wrote that check for $10 million and you made it come true, then life has a great gift for you. If you're like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who have been working for 10 years to get Black Adam to come to the big screen, and he finally did that, to him, his dream manifests. And you just have to find a way to do yours. Like Russell Simmons wrote in the book, you just got to do you. Always remember that. And you don't have to, like, destroy another person's life to do it. Even if you have to work in silence and not share with the world, but you're pounding every day in your home or you're pounding every day in your car or you're pounding when you're at somebody's job and you're trying to strategize the best way to, to extract from the world to bring your dreams to life, then that's what you should do. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the podcast. Like I said, um, I've been able to accomplish some things um, on Spotify as well as Anchor, trying to keep putting the message out there about self-discovery, self-realization, self-enlightenment, and the struggles that it takes to make your life work. And nobody said that this journey that we take was going to be totally calm. Nobody promised us that. But they promised you that if you live and you learn, you educate yourself, then you can have whatever it is you desire. That's why men and women over the ages have been trying to impart the message of a burning desire. They've been trying to deposit the message of you being focused on a goal and having that perspective. And I think it's been done throughout the world and some people just have never really paid attention to it. But there are people that study this stuff And they tell you the steps that it needs to take. Those people, some of them are long gone, but they left material here for you to read. Some people are still in your midst today and they are trying to share all of that with you. But at the end of the day, you know what's important? Whatever you process or don't process, you're still a living entity that needs to make a difference in your own life. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you once again for joining the podcast. In closing, I have four quotes for you. One comes from Dr. Hill. One comes from Antonio T. Smith Jr. One comes from Eric Thomas, a hip-hop preacher. And one of them comes from me. Dr. Hill says, if the mind can conceive it and believe it, then the mind can achieve it. These dreams that you have, these goals that you want, you see them inside 
All you have to do is extract from it, write them down, and wake up to make them real. If everybody else can achieve theirs, so can you. Antonio T. Smith Jr. says you can't plant better. You can't dominate. It's your thoughts. If you make them inferior, they become inferior. And then they make you they make you less than what you are. But if you plant dominant seeds, like I'm going to accomplish this, and I'm going to work damn hard to make it work, regardless. And Antonio was saying, you don't have to dominate people. You just got to dominate the, the sphere that you live in to make your dream a reality. Eric Thomas says, make the rest of your life the best of your life. And that's every day, every moment of your life that you're striving to not only accomplish your dreams, but you're being happy with the process. It's going to be frustrating at times. I think so because we're human. But nonetheless, make the rest of your life the best of your life. And the last one comes from me. Life does not require more from you. Life does not require less from you. Life only requires that you maximize your 24 hours. And if you do so, you can have anything that you desire. This whole struggle, ladies and gentlemen, in a world of opportunity, is whether or not you can take advantage of those opportunities to make your dream a reality. You may have some people that be naysayers. You might have some people that are supportive. You might have some people that are constructive. You might have some people who want to be destructive. But you both get the, we all get the same 24 hours. And the stronger, the strongest of us will manifest the power within when we have accomplished our dreams. Ladies and gentlemen, until we meet again, peace.